Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing, and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Seton, what if I told you there's a bacon, then there's number one thick cut, tastes like a touchdown in your mouth bacon? You must be talking about Wright brand bacon because mm-hmm. they are not playing when it comes to the premium quality of their bacon. It's thick cut, hand trimmed, and real wood smoke. Real. And you can tell. So why settle for average bacon when you can have the real stuff? That's right. And if you're looking to upgrade any meal, any meal, try Wright brand bacon. That's called Wright brand bacon. You won't regret it. Experience bacon the right way. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my sports in one app, like the National Women's Soccer League, included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. What up? Good morning to you. The Dan Patrick Show. We are on Fox Sports Radio. Last show of 2009. (laughs) Uh, Good morning to you, Rob. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, Doug. What's going on, my man? I just, I just, I'm kind of laughing and chuckling and maybe crying at the same time because every day does feel the same, right? And some of it is, in fairness, when you're in Southern California, that that, that does happen, right? Yes. But um, but just the the idea that we're not on complete lockdown, but we're on some form of kind of lockish down, or whatever, and the with everything circling, looking like we got a couple more weeks of bad before maybe it turns to good hopefully um God, what a weird year right? Doug I, I'm with you it, it's just I, I I don't even know I just want to erase it and move forward and for me I'm a guy you know this Doug I love to travel I love to be around people yes, yes. you know I went to Antarctica last I even, year I, honestly like selfishly I didn't even think of that when I brought it up with you but now I think of it I'm like yeah that's like your your biggest, uh, your claim to fame is you've been to every continent right. on earth. And I, I love to travel and stuff and to be, you know, basically locked down where you can't go. The only place I've been really this past year is I go to Las Vegas just for a change of scenery, Doug, you know, and have dinner with a couple of friends. I mean, that's really all I'm doing. And uh, so well, you're I also really wait. old. You're like sneaky old. Is, is I part am. Of the deal. I, you know, right? Doug, are you ready for this? Yeah. January 6th will be 35 years I've been in the media. Is that I can't even 35 years I've been doing this and uh, I'm, I'm pretty proud of it. I love what I do. I still enjoy it every day, but I can't believe I was the kid when I started working at the Daily News in New York. I was 22 years old and Bill Gallo, the famous 
a late great ca- uh, cartoonist in the sports department, used to call me the kid. And now, thirty-five years later, Amazing. yeah, I, I mean, it's I, I'm on. Uh, I'm working on. Would be, I guess, nineteen years in this thing, um, and it is interesting because I still consider myself a a young dude, right? Uh, but. Like, You've been around for a long time, I've almost around, two decades. Uh, right? Think about that. And, 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 and I, everywhere. And, right. And then I remember and I look back and I see pictures. It's like, man, I was really young. I, was, <laughs> I used to be the youngest guy. Right. And uh, uh, but but it the the erasing of a year is also interesting because I, there are moments. There's really only one. There, there's one sports year that I don't know much about. And then there's one NCAA tournament that I don't know much about just because I was overseas. Well, maybe two sports years. I don't eh. like when I, when you play overseas, once when you play professional sports, right? You're not really, you're not watching sports. You're just not. It, it's one of the, you, even your own sport, you know, some of it, but it's not like you're sitting down watching a game. You're just not. And you're definitely not watching collegiate sports or another sport. You just don't have the time, the bandwidth, and really, the desire it doesn't make you any less of a sports fan. No, I, I, right, like, right. Like I cannot, I can't tell you, and I can tell you very little about the NBA when I played college basketball. So there's like a probably like a seven year span there where I know about the NFL because on Sundays we get together and there's nothing going on in a college town. College football, I know a bunch about from from that period of time, uh, but NBA basketball and and maybe, and, and I guess Major League Baseball we watched, like that was back during the home run chase, McGuire and Sosa. Right. That but was like, very memorable because there used to be cut-ins, if you remember. ESPN would cut in and I, show I, I remember. I remember watching every at-bat at, at the end right. of that season with my college friends. Like, it was it was the thing, right? It was the thing. No but, doubt. But, but there were lots of... Of of playoff series where you're like I just didn't have the the bandwidth of the time then and when you play overseas when I played in Israel it was it's almost almost like being in the United States in terms of the channels that you're watching but again you don't uh, you just don't have the time to watch it on a nightly basis you just more watch highlights which I guess is how people watch it but yeah I mean outside of that there's no real this is a weird year but it hasn't. And it's been a, a very cool sports year because we have had, I mean, selfishly here in Los Angeles, we have two championship teams, right? Dodgers and Lakers, and you don't have to give those back. But this has been almost a calendar year of the pandemic. You know, we're talking, what, March? Just uh, about, right. Just yeah. about an entire year, right. Yeah, so, and it gets credit for the whole year, and now it's coming to an end, and it's like, you, you want to erase some of the boredom and 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 being locked down and obviously all of these deaths are terrible on the other hand like hey there were some great accomplishments in sports and but how do we measure them up with the other accomplishments in sports which happen when the world is wide open does that make sense yeah no i no i do get it and the other thing is i think of all the things that happened this year which was probably the most shocking was how TV viewing of sports, Doug, went down. Like, like you know, like people were home with nothing to do. Everybody thought it would be a, a ratings bonanza, right? Oh, my God, I'm home. I can't go anywhere. I got all these games on. And then some of the ratings were god-awful. And you just said, wait a minute, w- what happened? Like, shouldn't it have been great? But it, but it wasn't. It wasn't as great as it could have been or you thought it would be. 
Well, I mean, I think the 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 election took some of that, right? I mean, election took a bunch. Yeah, of, took a good amount of the numbers. Where and, and um, um, I still and I, and, I still and, say that LeBron James being a part with winning the with the Lakers and his third franchise, right? Uh, leading three different franchises to a championship, kind of historic. Most of the times, people want to watch stuff like that, and for him to be a part of the lowest rated NBA Finals ever is still a little surprising to me. Okay, so what do you think's behind that? I, I don't know. I don't I don't know because I don't think it's the whole Black Lives Matter, which a, a lot of it was pinned on, you know, that people, they don't want politics in their sports and this and that, and, you know, that was the the narrative, but the NFL didn't go down, and they also embraced it. They didn't go down as, as big as the NBA did. I don't know. I really don't know what happened, but the ratings are up this year. Uh, so far, I know it's only the first two weeks of the season, so... But they're, but they're but they're way down for Christmas Day. Was it way, way down? down? Way 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 down on Christmas Day. What's way going down. on then? I mean, I, everybody. Well, I, I mean, like I, I again, I don't because the election's the, over, right? No, I mean, well, it's Christmas. The, did, did you did you you ever read the Tipping Point, the um, uh, Malcolm Gladwell book? No. Uh, well, the idea that the Tipping Point is, you know, it's like where is the point where something becomes a trend or a trend kind of ends. And instead of there being a tipping point, there are there are a multitude of factors. Um, and I, I, I don't think it's one thing. I think it's a bunch of things. I do. I think I think there's a little LeBron fatigue. Right. I mean, um, no, I, I got it. 18 years I, of hearing LeBron, 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 that, that can wear on you. No doubt. It's not. And it's not just the 18 years of it. It's the in the last uh 10 to 12 years like when did first take when did cold pizza become first take what when was that that was about 2006 because i was there when we left new york and moved up to uh bristol to do that okay i say yep so so roughly the last 15 years you've had these debate shows and he's been one of the most debated, if not the most debated yeah, that's athlete. a good point. So it becomes, it's one that you just get like, dude, I, I can't do it anymore. I can't, I can't do the, I can't do. And, and then um, I, I think, you know, he, uh, to this point, there hasn't been, there's no urgency in games. There's never any urgency in NBA games, but they just, you know, Christmas day, there was no urgency. Uh, you know, and the NBA just finished like five minutes ago. Right. Like you got 71 days ago. And, and Doug, you know, this as a player on that caliber level, was that enough time? Because we've seen some pretty bad games to start the season. We'll talk about that later on in the show. I I don't know. I don't know if it's again, like, I don't think it's one factor. I think, I think there's a bunch of different factors. Um, but I think, the fact we did get used to having sports kind of on TV and there was great excitement at first. And then you're just like, yeah, I don't know. Uh, and then I, I think the election just kind of wore us all out oh, to be, to be completely honest. You're like, no, nah, there's just, no doubt about it. People I'm just, were... I'm just, I'm good. I need, I need a chance to breathe. And, um, and, and football is a bet continues to be a better watch. Even now without fans, football is a better watch. It's weird. And maybe it's how basketball's not as good of a watch now, especially when we're not watching from the bubble, which was kind of like I just had a little different feel to it. Now you see Staples Center and Madison Square Garden, these places, you know, just empty, and it just doesn't feel the same. Fans, 
Fans matter. How about, you know, fans matter. They really do. It, 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 it enhances uh, your watch and, and the game. Yep. No, I, I think that's a great way to put it. It enhances your watch. This is the Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio, brought to you by Mercedes-AMG Driving Performance. Um, I got a bunch of things to get to. Let, let, me, let me start with this. Okay, so here we are, week 17 of the NFL, and a team who is in playoff contention still doesn't really know who their finishing quarterback is, right? Like it's a, and, and on the surface, I love the idea of, Hey, if two isn't playing well, why do we have to continue to play him? If we have Ryan Fitzpatrick who can come in and give us a change of pace and use his 37 year old, incredibly experienced brain and find a way to just score a touchdown and put us ahead. We've tried it twice. It worked once. It's, I mean, it's one of those things where we, we, you and I have watched enough basketball or we, you know, you, you're a baseball savant. It's like, look, as a starting pitcher, the only difference, the, the, the difference in baseball and basketball is if you take a guy out, you can't put him back can't, in. Well, exactly. well you it's can a- if you put him in left field or whatever, but you can't really put a, put, put a guy back in. In basketball, you take a guy out, you put him back up in, the backup play is good. If not, you put the starter back in. In football, no one ever does that. It's like, it, it's, it's more about somebody's emotion. But, but that, do you know why, Doug? People always say this. When you have two girlfriends, neither one is any good. Like, like that's why you have two. So the two-quarterback thing, to me, never works because it, it just tells you there's a deficiency there. Um, I don't know how many teams have ever won. I, the, the Cowboys had two quarterbacks, didn't they? Well, this is in the, even before my time. But not too many, not often, have having two and interchanging them have worked. If it, if it did then I think that more people would do that. I just think that you need to focus in on one guy and, and see if this guy can play. If he makes a, a bad throw or an interception, you take him out. Then if the other guy throws an interception or fumbles, you take him out. Do you know what I'm saying? Like you can't ask somebody to be perfect or, or, or not to make any mistakes. That's part of the game. Yeah, I, I agree. I, but to me, it speaks to something larger and something I wonder, right? Because here we are in the NFL where, you know, classically players have long stated not for long. Do you think they like, no, maybe better yet. Do you think they love what they have in Tua? No, I don't believe that because we see all the other young quarterbacks getting tossed in and being allowed to succeed or fail. And the idea that Fitzpatrick, who often turns into Fitzpunkin, and we've seen this guy. Uh, he's been on 19 teams in uh, 19 years. I know I'm exaggerating, but he's been all over the place. I, I, I'm misspeaking. I don't think he's ever been to the playoffs. Is that right? Who? Fitzpatrick? Uh, yeah. Yeah, no. I'm, yeah, he's been in the league all these years, never been to the playoffs. But Miami, for whatever reason, is buying into him in that he's going to lead you somewhere or do something. Two is your 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 – Prize possession, your first round pick, you know, the guy who came with, he came with an injury, but came with a lot of accolades in college and people loved this guy and he had, he had it. And yet some journeyman quarterback is the guy you're looking to. I I think it's a mistake, but, but it it tells you that they don't believe in Tua. I I don't know if it tells you he doesn't believe in, like, here's the thing. Um, the difference in most of the young quarterbacks, I mean, the Justin Herbert, obviously he's played great. And I don't think for a second that if they were in a similar situation, 
you would take Justin Herbert out here in year one and put Tarod Taylor, who has been to the playoffs. I don't, I don't think. I don't know that for a fact, but I, I don't think. But but the what, what it signifies to me is that they're not in love, right? They're in like, and they're like, man, you know, he's been great. He's a great kid. We've communicated it. All that stuff sounds great. But people were last year, this last time this year before he got hurt, so a year and a couple months ago, and you go back two years ago, and there was tank for Tua. And, and what we had been told is, yeah, he's not that big, and maybe his arm is not that strong, and maybe he's not that fast, but you know what? This guy is a football savant. This guy is a genius. This guy right. can manipulate safeties with his mind like he's a Jedi. And, um, and, and while the, the measurables don't pop, they don't jump off the chart, neither does the... It, there's, there's not what we're you're getting with a Ryan Fitzpatrick is a more advanced football IQ, which obviously experience gives you. But I, I do, th- it has to signify to anybody reasonable that they like him, but they don't love him because if they loved him, they would, they would ride or die with him, and he is not their ride or die. That, that is very obvious. Nope, I, I agree. And if I'm too, uh, I'm, I'm probably not that thrilled about it. Uh, and, and there's nothing you can do, and, and I get it. They're trying to get in and trying to win. But what is the ultimate goal? Is it trying to build a championship team and figure out if Tua is your franchise quarterback of the future, or is it just winning now because uh, Fitzpatrick won't be around in a year or two, you know, when, when they're really in contention to try well, to win r- something? Remember, they have the Texans' first-round pick. So it it is not out of the question that they could pull a Josh Rosen. Oh yeah, they could get a quarterback. There's there's no doubt. So so to me, Doug, if that's the case and you're thinking that way, I need to play two as much as possible before I decide to move on from this guy because and pick another quarterback. And I realize that he can't play. That that that's what I I would rather see two of them waste any snaps on a journeyman quarterback. He's Rob Parker. I'm Doug Gottlieb. Coming up next. Notre Dame is once again in the college football playoff. Notre Dame. Uh, What has to happen for all of us to not roll our eyes at the idea of Notre Dame in a college football playoff? That's upcoming next. But first, ever wonder just how far an extra mile really goes? Drive a Mercedes-Benz van and find out. They offer a variety of vans, like the durable Mercedes-Benz Sprinter or the versatile Mercedes-Benz Metris each tailored to match your work or play lifestyle. With options like blind spot assist and active lane keeping assist, plus MBUX voice command technology for directions, weather forecast, comfort control, and more. Now, what better way to go the extra mile than in your very own upfitted Mercedes-Benz Sprinter van? You could win by entering Fox Sports Radio's ultimate tailgate rig sweepstakes. Just head over to FoxSportsRadio.com or DanPatrick.com and enter to get official rules for a chance to win Mercedes-Benz Sprinter van equipped with TVs and wood pellet grills. Get all the information and entry details at FoxSportsRadio.com or DanPatrick.com. Sweepstakes ends January 24, 2021. I've been in this van. It is ridiculous. I want to win it, but I work for the company, so I can't. Mercedes-Benz vans, some equipment described is optional. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 to noon Eastern or 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Dan Patrick Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. 
or stream us live on the Peacock app. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You could trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like digging for treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. It's a beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters the most. It's a light beer that tastes like beer. That's why I reach for a Miller Lite. And it's less filling. Only 96 calories. They've been doing this since 1975. They have perfected it. You know, that summer afternoon, we're coming into that time of the year, be like, oh, man. Crack one? Yes, or two. Don't look at your watch. Don't look at the clock. Don't look at the calendar. You know. Miller Lite, the great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can pretty much find it anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces. Fewer calories, fewer carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing, and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, think I can eat that slice of pizza in under 30 seconds? Or I don't know. Take over a minute to down a two-liter. Well, if you have, then you're going to love Pick 6. It's the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Here's how you play it during the playoffs. Pick between two and six players and choose if they will have more or less of a stat. Rebounds, points, assists, and more. Also, you track your picks, play against others for a shot to win at some big cash prizes. Download the new DraftKings Pick 6 app now. Use the promo code DPSHOW for a chance to win huge cash prizes. That's code DPSHOW. 
only on DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18-PLUS in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states, including but not limited to Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick6states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. Doug Gottlieb, my man Rob Parker, who, just for people who know, like, the best thing about you, Rob, and I, I mean in this, I mean this as sincere thing as I could ever say about. Uh oh, no, no, no! I'm scared now. Uh-oh. No, I'm, I'm not doing that. No disrespect, and then you say something disrespectful and uh, anything. Like I don't know if it's like, look on TV. This is who you are, right? There's no, there's no acting. You're not getting into character. Right. right. You just you have opinions about sports and about life and that's you just share them and you've done so for uh, the better part of, of like three decades now. Right. So th- uh, on the other hand, you you don't have to like Rob's opinions. And I, I'd like to think I'm somewhere in the same realm. Like I have things I say that people don't like. But Rob is a spectacular dude, like just a really, really good dude. And it's a it's weird. It's a hard thing for people to. Because, again, like, there are opinions you have about sports. You're like, I don't agree with that. I don't understand that. I, and, and, and by design on various TV shows or on your radio show, The Odd Couple, by the way, is an outstanding show you should listen to. 7 o'clock you, Eastern, buddy. 4 o'clock Pacific, you and Chris Broussard. Um, anyway, but, like, there's the – his opinions are his own. They're not fake. It's not like he goes in and goes, like, what can I say that will get right. people mad, Right. But Definitely. on the other hand, like you're a spectacular dude, so I really enjoy getting up and and working working with you. Uh, and, I mean, and we go and we go way back when yeah. I had a tryout at ESPN Radio. Doug, I tried out with Doug. I mean, Doug, what year was that? That was two thousand. Uh, okay, so that's probably it, like fifteen years ago or something. Two thousand four, two thousand five. Right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, the story. Like, if anybody cares, um, is. I was co-hosting a show called Game Night. It was a guy named yep. Chuck Wilson who basically started ESPN Radio. He was an awesome dude. And the powers that be at the time were like, yeah, let's just, you know. And, he, and so I had like a turnstile of people trying out. And I think you might have done more than one week. Maybe yeah, like two, I did, like it I was did a really couple close. of shows, right. I did a couple of shows, right. Right. And then next thing I knew, you were on Cold Pizza. And... <laughs> And to me, and the cold pizza thing was interesting because I was, I had, I had been, do you know, I, I got blackballed for cold pizza for. No. What'd yeah. you do? This was in the, the very first. This sounds like Doug Gottlieb, though, getting blackballed from. Something. Yes, What'd I got blackballed. I, I, have, I actually should write a book on shows I've been blackballed from. You should from. be right. The, the book should just be blackballed. You know what I mean? Like that's that, the is, that, that is. That um, is. Okay. So here's what happened. It was not the not the crew that brought you and Skip and um, what's my man's name from Denver, the columnist that was the first first and ten. Woody, Woody Page, right? Woody Page, yeah, right. Because that kind of changed the the show, right? It, the the dynamic of that show. Um, it was there was the 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 first producer of the show. I forget the guy's name. He's from New York. And there was a female, there was two female hosts. One was a former athlete. One has become an entertainment reporter. Right. And they, I don't know if I talk my way, like basically I talk my way into everything at ESPN. 
right? Was where I just go in like, hey, do you need a guy? I can do this. And so college basketball was getting underway, and they couldn't get anybody to come on at like six in the morning. Right. So I was like, I'll do it. They're like, wait, you, my radio show at the time was seven to 1 a.m. I was like, whatever, send me a car service. Right. So they would literally send me a car service at 1 a.m., pick me up outside of ESPN's headquarters. I would get in the car, I'd try and sleep in the car. I would get to like the Pennsylvania Hotel, which was an absolute dive. Right, right across the street from Madison Square Garden. It's unbelievable. And <laughs> in, in a spot like New York, there's just this dive hotel that is it still know. that bad? I'm like, by yes. now it has to be. No, yes, it is. It's bad. I, I, I was in there. It was like something out of the 80s where, right. because here's what people don't, if you go to New York now, I, like Times Square is nice. Like everything is nice. But it you used go to back, be seedy. Right. Oh, it was the war, the peep shows and whatever. Right. And because yeah, my dad was a New Yorker, we go back there every summer and we never really went to Times Square. But when you did, it was just, it was gross. And now obviously it's, it, it's tourist Mecca 101. Uh, anyway, so you'd stay at the Penn Hotel. So then you get up, you like sleep. You basically get there at, it takes like an hour 45 of the car service. It's like 2.45 and call time was like 4.30. Wow. You know, so you just crash, you get up, you just throw in some coffee and you're in this meeting. And they wanted to use me to promote college basketball. They had like the preseason and IT coming to the garden. It's like no problem. So, uh... Texas Tech was coming in and Bob Knight was the coach and we did a preview segment and um, Kit Hoover said said uh, said oh and they have the the Admiral uh, you got I'm I'm so excited the Admiral's coming to town with his team and I was like the general like I didn't correct her right right but I, right, but right, I, but I, I just right I, and 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 um, uh, the co-host at the time was, they were all kind of giggling about it, like, oh my God, I can't believe it. So at some point later on in the show, she, act, and I was on like a second time doing kind of, you know, cause you'd, it's a morning show. You do the same thing twice. And she's like, I can't, can't believe I called the Admiral. My husband's going to kill me. It's the general Bob Knight, whatever. And it, we had a good laugh about it. So I come back the next, and everybody says, thought it went well. So I come back the next week. And during the next week, I said something along the lines of, you know, and, you know, uh, Texas Tech has the Admiral Bob Knight. Oh, my. And she starts dying laughing. They're all laughing about it. Right. Well, (laughs) she had what I guess the head producer was like kind of protected her and thought I was making fun of her. And, you know, like guys like we don't care. We make a mistake or we say something crazy, you know. When I Tom think Brady that's ultra sensitive, right? When Seriously, Tom Brady wins the Super Bowl, uh, you're gonna be my first text. Right? right. If he wins the Super Bowl right. this year, you are my first text. That's Absolutely. the way it is. You and, and you everybody else, right? right? <laughs> if you can't take it, then you're in the wrong biz. Anyway, and I wasn't, and I wasn't even giving her the business. So then all of a sudden they like stop calling. Wow. And I was like, what? What happened? Like, yeah, I don't know. Did you say something that? Kid Hoover about about right. and that was Bob it. Knight coming like that. So then when they changed crews one year later, then I can't start come back down. Kind of same thing, and uh, yeah, I was I'd be a walking zombie after those days when I when I do both. That that was uh, those were the days in New York, uh, cold pizza, and uh, it, you know what's funny? And this is again, this is the Dan Patrick Show here on Fox Sports Radio. Rob Parker, Doug Gottlieb. You know what's interesting is how much how ahead of the curve. That was, for example, right? Because 
that shows kind of what they're doing now, right? Oh, yeah. They had this little dive hole in the wall studio in New York, and that's where they're doing And like Fox Sports 1 has a morning show from New York in that same kind of dive studio, and ESPN has a, has a show which is... Not as That's much not debate. That's not a dive. That's a beautiful place. It, it, it I, is, I, but I've it's the same. It's right. a the, the idea is the same. You know, the idea is kind of the same. It's fascinating on how that was an idea that was clearly ahead of its time, and they just didn't know how to execute it. They brought it back to Bristol, and it just kind of took off. Yep, it de- it definitely did. But uh, we were all there in those early years. Uh, okay, so tomorrow is the first of January, and we're getting back to normalcy in the first of January, which means just bowl games and. Uh, last night, Oklahoma blows out Florida. Florida doesn't play. You know, half their team isn't playing. Should they have played that game, Doug? When you really think about it, I know that other kids who are healthy uh, want to play, but my goodness, to go out there and just get uh, manhandled. I look. I I thought you came to college to play football. That, that's that's my thing. Like all okay. of this, like man, you can get you. Yes, you can get hurt playing football. It is it is a job hazard. I do understand that. Uh, you can tell me it's a meaningless game. I can tell you that in, in reality, once you lose a game or two games in college football, every game is a meaningless game if you want to take it down to that. You came to college to play football. There's no promise that you're going to play football ever again in the NFL. Why wouldn't you play more football? I don't understand it. I, I, don't, I don't get the kind of the opt-out, opt-out culture. That being said, uh, there's some bowl games today. Tomorrow is a massive, massive day even though it's not what it used to be in terms of the 1st of January, only four games. And the two that people care about, obviously, are the college football playoff. Uh, Notre Dame plays Alabama. Ohio State plays Clemson. And, it, 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 like, look, Notre Dame keeps putting themselves out there, and I do believe that Brian Kelly has done an amazing job. Um, I don't think this thing comes back around to Notre Dame the way like college basketball is going to come back around now to the four year programs, five year programs are going to be the dominant programs um, uh, until further notice, until some of these rules change. And there's not the mass exodus to the NBA, not just one and done, but some kids going to play for the G League select team. I just think that the, the you can't compare, you know, Wisconsin starts two 24 year old starters like those kids are going to be better than, you know, than freshmen at some of the elite recruiting institutions. That said, I'm kind of to this point where, like, I like Notre Dame. I like that they keep winning, that they, they stuck by Brian Kelly after a bad season. But at, su- at some point, you don't necessarily have to win the game against Alabama. But there's never been fear struck in the heart. Like, they'll tell you a couple years ago when Clemson won it, that was Clemson's more, most difficult game. That's great. There hasn't been an overtime game. They go to the college football playoff. They get annihilated. That's generally what happens. When Why they play shouldn't they the, have to win at some point Notre Dame? I they mean, do. They, been, they really. It's been, for, they, it's been forever, Doug. It, it, it's just, you know, I get it. I get the fan base. I get the following. I understand why people want Notre Dame to be involved. You know this prior to pandemic. It's always they love the schools that have the big followings and, and fans that travel, right? Those are the schools you want. But, but they just – it's a disappointment. It's, it's the same over and over. When was the last time they won the national championship? Is it with Rocket Ishmael? Yeah. I mean, I covered Rocket Ishmael when he was in high school. I mean, in Wilkesbury, Pennsylvania, if you could believe that. Right, that but, means you're but, old. Yes, I, which is just crazy. But that's the last time? Seriously, it seemed, seems inconceivable. 
They have not won one since '88, but but it's now it's more like now you're in the semifinal, and it I think it's more you know getting destroyed. Like you just can't get destroyed in these. Like things. you don't belong out there, right? Like right. Like, like this like, is a total mismatch. What are you doing here? Uh, that right. How about a football game, a hard-fought football game, and if you lose it at the end. Uh, because Alabama's better, then you could go, man, that was a great game, and Alabama was better. Yes, and, and they haven't, like, look, they 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 lost, and, and it's been a while since they've been there, right? It, it has been a while since they've been there. In fairness, it was in 2012, they lost in the, in the BCS championship, and uh, it wasn't pretty. But it's not just that. And this is not, and you're like, Gottlieb, you went to Notre Dame, and you had to leave, and that's why you're like, no, and that's dude, why you're just, ripping on Notre Dame. Right? I'm not that's ripping right. on Notre Dame. Like, look, Notre Dame, if you've paid attention last four years, 10, 12, 11, 10 wins. Right. And 10 wins this year in 11 and an 11 game season, including a win over Clemson um, at home. And, you know, Brian Kelly has I mean, it's really remarkable over the last six years. He's won 10 or more games five times. He had that one bad year. That said, like, look, when they play in the Cotton Bowl, they lost. When they played in the BCS championship, they lost, and it wasn't close. They lost in the Sugar. They lost in the Fiesta. They lost in the Fiesta. They they haven't won, like, a big-time bowl game. Big-time bowl game since 93 when they won the Cotton. Right, The the bowl wins are the Hawaii Bowl, the Sun Bowl, the Pinstripe Bowl, the Music City Bowl, the Citrus Bowl. Last year, they won the Camping World Bowl. Very nice. (laughs) Right? So so the, the, the point is, like, it's it's one of those deals where, you know, I'm sorry, but Notre Dame beating Iowa State last year does nothing for Notre Dame to, to put themselves in, in the category where they believe and historically they should believe they belong, which is kind of that uber elite class of college football. They kind of get granted, they're, they're, the, they're the guy who still gets to, or the, the, the woman who gets to go in the club because she used to be a 10, and you're like, yeah, we let her in. Right. And then now you're like, she doesn't really belong in the club But you anymore. know what? There's a, there's a few programs like that. It's, it's like the Michigan thing. You know, I mean, Michigan has one shared championship since the Louisiana Purchase. I mean, let's just be honest. And yet people always put Michigan up there and, and Doug – it's been it's been bare for a long time. Twenty years, twenty years since they won a national championship, right? And and yeah. and with Jim, that's the only one they have. Uh, even with Bo Schembechler, their legendary coach, he never won. You know what yes. I mean? Never won a national championship. But Michigan is put up on that pedestal as well as this program, the winningest college football program. But but when it's talk about winning championships and and they get players and a lot of players have gone from Michigan right to the NFL. They've had nothing but. A slew. Tom Brady played there. I mean, it's it's a slew of players, yet they never win the big game. So Notre Dame to me and Michigan and schools like that, I get the history. I get why people like them and follow them, but they just haven't done it. And 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 for these decades to go by, Notre Dame, 1988. It's like the Dodgers. The Dodgers won after after 32 years, right? 1988. So maybe it's time for uh, Notre Dame to win. Yeah, I mean, I I think it's a little different in terms of the Dodgers, just in that, like, look, they had gotten to Game Sevens. No, I got it. They've been to the World Series, yes, and they've been to the World Series. They've been a dominant team. They've won the division eight years in a row. I get it, right? You know, um, I I I just it it's different because the way in which college football works is end of the day, 
it's it's about reputation, right? And it's about fan fan base more so. And and Notre Dame is is there was a little bit of the the Duke thing where people would cheer when Notre Dame would lose their first game or their second game, and 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 it would eliminate any of their chances of being discussed because they weren't in a conference and people. People treated Notre Dame like they were football royalty, and there was nothing in terms of wins and losses that that would make you believe that, you know. Whereas the other three schools, you know, Clemson had look, Clemson hadn't won it since uh, what was it, eighty two, <clears throat> and they had been close. But now Clemson, now they finally won the national championship, but they're you know they're back. They continue to be competitive. Alabama hadn't won it in forever, but then they're back and they were competitive and they're winning multiple national championships. Um, you know, uh, I, th- I think Oklahoma is much in the same boat, uh, in terms of once they, they haven't won a college football playoff game and they haven't won a national championship for them, you know, in what was it? 20, almost 20 years now, right. When they had Josh Heupel there that, yeah. that, yeah, so I think Oklahoma is in a similar boat, but Oklahoma has, uh, you know, th- they haven't always gotten just eviscerated the way that, you know, we remember that Lene Kakua team uh, that got eviscerated in the, in the national championship game against Alabama. Like, look, you you can if you want to say you're football royalty, that's great. Now you get a shot, neutral field, good team, veteran quarterback, national semifinal against Alabama, who last time you played against them ran you off the football <laughs> field to where you're like, man, we got to get this game over with quick because it's bad. So if, so can Notre Dame win? Is it, it do they have one percent? Uh, a hail mary. Uh, uh, yes, of course they can, can win a game. Can they win? Okay, I, I think of course they can win a game. I I don't know if they will. I mean, Steve Sarkeesian not getting a job I think hurts them because you know what whatever prep he was doing for job interviews he's completely locked in. Like there are things that can go your way. I mean, obviously let's see let's let's make sure everybody gets to the football field with you know with the COVID nineteen tests and whatever. I mean, Clemson's going without their offensive coordinator. That's that's crazy here before the national semifinal. Notre Dame can win, but they are a prohibitive, prohibitive underdog. All right, coming up next, um, there's a team in sports which might be far and away the best professional team in their sport, and I just want to know if anybody's paying attention. We'll get to that with Rob Parker. I'm Doug Gottlieb. That's next on the Dan Patrick Show. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces, like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the, I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, I I even thought about that. Yeah, most people don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you can also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. 
Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing, and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I want to thank our friends at Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the Dan Patrick Show. Panini America has everything you need. A premier collecting experience with the most sought-after NFL and NBA, FIFA, and WNBA trading cards. If you're looking for rookie sensations, they've got that. How about timeless legends? They've got that. Panini America also breaking new ground on NIL, featuring the biggest names. Caitlin Clark's in there. Angel Reese, J.J. McCarthy, Michael Penix Jr., and so many more. If you're into cutting-edge digital collectibles, don't miss Panini's NFT platform at nft.paniniamerica.net. Some of the first opportunities to collect this year's rookie class. Whether you're a collector of physical cards or a digital enthusiast, Panini has you covered. Check out their most popular brands. they got Prism, Select, Donruss, and so many more. And... You got Panini Instant Cards celebrating the biggest sports moments on cards right after they happen, such as Draft Night Instance. Visit PaniniAmerica.net or download the Panini Direct app today. Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the Dan Patrick Show. Dan Patrick Show rolls on here on Fox Sports Radio. And, you know, Rob, you and I have been talking about how long we've been doing this. And generally, maybe not this time of year, but like if you dial it back 10 15 years ago mm-hmm. the hot stove league was everything we do with basketball in the off season as far as trades and signings like that was baseball right mm-hmm. that was we cared that much about baseball and i i just for whatever reason we i mean there's lots of reasons i can get to we don't care because it's not you're that a, we don't care be careful we don't with care. that no we don't care i mean Baseball has never been more healthy uh, financially. And, and I get it, Doug. 
people watch stuff differently. There's no sense of urgency. Every game is on. This isn't the 80s or the 70s when, when to watch a National League team, and I'm living in an American League city, I had to watch the game of the week on NBC. That's the only way I could see them. And that's all changed. I, I get that. But that doesn't mean when you go look at, and, and I'm not, I know I'm always like champion baseball, but, I, but I've looked at the numbers, I've watched stuff. When you look at the primetime ratings in, in 28 of the 30 or 26 of the 30 major league teams, baseball games beats NBC, CBS, Fox, you know, uh, ABC every night. Every night, baseball beats it. Go look it up, Doug. I'll send you a story to show you the baseball dominance. And, yes, it's at a local level and people aren't tuning in to watch one national game every Sunday night when I can watch my team or watch any game I want. But don't, it's, hard to, it's hard to poo-poo that. And the local television deals that baseball teams get are based off the idea that prime time between 7 and 11 – or 8 and 11, whatever you want to use as your gauge, baseball is the number one TV winner in, in 26 of the 30 local markets. That's just a fact. Okay, but we're coming off a year where... All right, uh, I'm just... We're coming off a year where baseball baseball had the lowest viewership, the lowest viewership since 1973 in the World Series. I, I understand that on a local level... It is still popular, and it's a good volume play. It's a very good business. There are going to be a lot of challenges to that business. All I, those I teams think, lost think, money. The, the regional sports networks, it, everything is, is, is challenging. It's, it, the, you know the, what's the, crazy is the people well, I've talked to who are, you know, with the whole gambling thing, and, and, you know, gambling's always been great for football because it goes hand in hand. Most games are decided by six points or less. It's easy with the point spread. You know, you don't, you don't have point spreads in a baseball game. It's a little more difficult to, to maximize that, and that's why football is really popular. Yes. Uh, but, I think but, baseball is great for in-game betting. But there you go. It, that's exactly – all the gambling people I've talked to said the explosion will not be in the NFL because it's always the same and it's not that many games. But people will start betting on if this guy hits a home run or this guy strikes out – they said there will be so much action on baseball, it'll be a revenue producer, and baseball will actually be the beneficiary of gambling. Look, I, I think baseball is a well-run business in terms of how they've been able to, you know, how they've been able to continue to find ways to make money. They were ahead of the digital stuff yep. before anybody else was. Uh, you know, the regional sports networks and 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 those they they had to have had to have that volume of games. Uh, look, there's a lot of parts to it that make a ton of sense. But if you want to sit here and tell me that on sports radio we can lead with baseball or people talk baseball or give a crap about baseball. We talk about it on the odd couple maybe sometimes, but I, but I get it. My point, okay. though, is let's just talk about the Padres because okay. I'm excited okay, so, about So not only are you picking out the sport that nobody wants to talk about, it, now you're picking out a team that nobody cares about. And it doesn't mean – people do this thing to where they think that when nobody cares about them, it means they're not good. I'd give you that the Padres are fun, they're good, they're talented. I like that they went back to the poop brown uniforms. I like all of that stuff. <laughs> I like all of it. And, and what, have I, you what been, I'm telling you, you is... Have you been to their ballpark? Beautiful of course, park. Petco, of course. Beautiful. Amazing. Oh. Amazing. Amazing. But again, you can't make people care. I, they, they, they made two trades to get two elite pitchers. 
Obviously, we've seen you, Darvish, in the in the playoffs not pitch particularly well. But you're going to sit here and tell me that that because they have Blake Snell, now we got to talk about the Padres? Yes. You know why? Because last year, only two teams had more wins than the Padres. Guess which two teams, Doug? I said the Dodgers and the Rays. Yes, the two teams that went to the World Series. So now they add to their team and their rotation. And you know the playoffs is about pitching. Uh, so they add two guys. And Hugh Darvish, I get it. He lost Game 7. Dodger fans hate him. And they think he's a bomb. Last year, he finished second in the NL uh, Cy Young Award uh, uh, of pitching uh, awards. Uh, I don't know why I can't say it, but award win. Uh, voting. Voting. Thank you. Yes. And, and uh, Blake Snell won a, a Cy Young in 2018. Uh, when you add guys like that, that was the guy who was on the mound pitching uh, dominant baseball for five and a third inning before they pulled him out, and then the Rays lost the game and eventually game six of the World Series. That's the last time we saw him. All I'm saying is that team with Fernando Tatis and uh, you know uh, Manny Machado, they got a little swag. There's something there that, that piques my interest. I think there'll be a team that people want to want to peek in on or take a look on a national level. I really do. Okay, I'll tell you this. Nobody's going to care, and baseball has <laughs> a huge crisis on their hands in that you're selling me on starting pitching, and yet some of these starting pitchers aren't lasting more than an inning, right? And so now you got some guy you never heard of out there throwing, and the game is the game is a hard watch. I love baseball. I'm just telling you, it's a it's it's a hard sale. I, I, coming up next, I said something about Deshaun Watson, which apparently has Houston people really, really, really mad, really mad. But I thought winning and losing actually matters. That, that's just what I, I I thought. We'll get to Deshaun Watson. How good is he? That's next on the Dan Patrick Show. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 to noon Eastern or 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Dan Patrick Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Or stream us live on the Peacock app. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one -on -one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Mini Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers.